0: What's up, y'all? We are back with a new episode. It is your brown liquor girl, Shonda D. And... Naked Mickey. (laughs) Naked. Is your titties out? No. Uh. Not today. Not yet? It's too early in the day? Exactly. It's not after 8 o'clock. After (laughs) 8. After 8 p.m., them bad boys is out. Okay. So, we are back with a new episode. And this one is titled Labels. So... On this episode, we are going to just go over some of the common labels um, that are identified in the lesbian community. Uh, We have a special guest on this episode, but before we get into the special guest, um, I wanted to give you guys the brown liquor drink of the week. I forgot to do it, so I wanted to make sure I did it this time. So this week's brown liquor drink of the week is going to be vanilla crown and ginger ale. Third, not shaking so that you don't mess up Yeah. fizz. So, if you like a little fizz and a little bubble to your drink, like if you like to mix your alcohol with soda, you can always just pour whatever amount of crown vanilla that you like, you know, pour it to your drink level. First of all, you got to know your drink level, okay? Pour it <laughs> to your drink level and then just add the ginger ale on top. Now, me, I'm a grooms girl seagram's ginger ale but babe likes canada dry but i'm drinking my crown vanilla straight with yeah. some ice i'm not putting no ginger ale in so it. if you don't care about the fizz on the drink and you just want to drink it you can shake it or stir it however you like it's your prerogative um i just like to say shake it not stir it please i know <laughs> so Put some fruit in it what kind not, of fruit would go with that? No, you can't put no fruit in that. Why not? will do some frozen fruit. We'll do No, not with that. Not Mm-mm. with the vanilla crown? No, that wouldn't be tasty. Maybe some candy. Babe, no, like why are you trying candy? to make it super sweet? That's what make people hungover. Um, I don't know, I just would try to make it sexy. No, Mm-mm. we'll do that when we do a Washington apple or some other kind of drink where candy or fruit might be appropriate. Maybe uh-huh. some sangria. There you go. Okay. Um, so what? Though, wait a minute. We're before we get into, yeah, sangria is made with cognac and red wine. Mm, okay. So before we get into our special guest, um, I wanted to just make sure you guys had the brown liquor drink of the week. I'm gonna introduce her and bring her on in just a little bit, um, and then after our special guest, we're gonna go over some of the common labels. Um, that are identified in the lesbian community. Now, disclaimer, we're not going to discuss the boys and not that we have anything against the boys because we don't because I got some gay friends that will serve, honey. But men in the gay community just have a whole lot more layers than lesbians do. And it's a little bit more complicated. I would have to bring one of my boyfriends on so they can explain that to you because I don't know. Okay, all right. Okay, y'all, so now we are here with our special guest, Charlie. Woo! Hello, hello. So, Charlie, introduce yourself and, you know, tell the people a little bit about yourself.
1: So, I am Charlie. I am from Tallahassee, born and raised in Tallahassee. I've known um, the lovely... Shonda since middle school.
0: Yep, since then. Middle school niggas in middle school, baby. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the ghetto. Listen. Oh my god So yeah, we, we go go ways back. We graduated together, same class, class of seven. And um, that's just me. I am been in this life for a long time, and mostly I'm an entrepreneur. Um in life. That's what I do for a living. I have a t-shirt business, and right now, I moved back to Tallahassee to help my dad continue to grow his business. He offered me a job, so here I
0: am. Mm. Back home. That was very nice of you, Charlie. Uh, I, I, I got a question. I left, I
1: left Fort Lauderdale
0: for this. To come back to help your dad?
1: Yeah.
0: You're such um, a good daughter. I can't get my son to do shit. But. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, though, but I do. I got a question. So y'all both grew up together because if y'all started off in middle school, y'all had the chance to see each other date guys and, like, basically come out. And then transform. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, we did. I mean, but Charlie was very quiet. She did really bothered nobody. She was the homie. Always was the homie. But she did really bothered nobody. Like... If you yeah. went cool with Charlie, Charlie won't fucking with you. <laughs> Not like that's that. it, that's all. <laughs> yeah. That's it, that's all. Like And, and- it's
1: so crazy because in high school when I came out, then more people started, like, speaking to me, and it was weird,
0: because I'm like, I don't know. It like, was, like, a trend. Remember in in our high school years, like, our last was, couple years, it was, like, trendy to be it gay.
1: Was, it, was, it was,
0: like, left and right. Everybody. I was like, you? You? Right. It was like, I they can't keep up. Yeah. They just needed somebody to come out the closet and be like, this is me, so that they could feel you know what comfortable, what feel comfortable too. Yeah, it definitely made the environment more comfortable, though. Yeah. So, anything else you want to tell the people about yourself before we get into the interview? Yeah, like, how do you identify? I'm sorry. I'm a no-label. I don't really have a label myself. Society would
1: probably label me as a stud just because of the way I dress. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally, I'm not a
0: stud. I'm not. So, I'm tell true. the people what a no-label really is because a lot of people may not know what that means. Well, it
1: just don't really you can't really particularly put yourself in a category for a stud or a femme okay um and the other categories that fall behind that because I'm just not I'm not manly enough to be a stud and I'm not girly enough to be a femme so I'm just me I just some days I want to sag and be you know thug gangster. and the other days I want to be a girl I want you to hold me so it's really no it's no you never know what you're gonna get
0: that's funny that you say that, Charlie. Because that's one thing that I can say about you. You have always been authentically you. Like when people were rocking the raps and the and the ponytails, Charlie had her braids. Like <laughs> yeah. Charlie was doing her thing. She was she always been her. I can always yeah. I can say that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just I just be whatever I like. I like, and I don't
1: want to. Be judged because I don't like certain things or I don't do certain
0: things. You know what I mean? Because right. Who would think studs are
1: supposed to do this? Fems are supposed to do this? But I do it. Right. It's what it is. Right. It's just me. Do you date studs and fems? No, I've only dated fems. In my in my relationships, I've only
0: dated fems. These little baby studs do
1: be looking good though. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> that's right. Before. I've had a stud try to talk to me, and I just. I don't
0: know. It was it was weird.
1: Yeah. So I didn't... I've only dated fans, personally.
0: So why do you think labels are even a thing in the LGBTQIA plus community? <laughs> because we got all them damn letters. That's, <laughs> That's why. <laughs> true. That's true. And it's
1: just, you know, people... I think labels exist for other people. It's not necessarily for personal reasons but other people need to label you as something in any society either you need to be a man or a woman or you know that's why we're having so many issues now because people are confused about what so and so's label is so I just feel like society just has to put a label on something just so mm-hmm. they feel comfortable
0: right. about who you are right yeah I definitely agree with you on that Um I, I, I did time I did time like 10 years ago and when I when I went upstate, you know, I thought I was a stud, you know, I was a stud. That's what I do. But once I got up there and the definition that they had behind the stud, like, yeah, you're supposed to, you know what I'm saying, do me. And, you know, what I'm saying there was fake straps that was rolling around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like there was there was just a whole nother level and there was a lot of disrespect, you know what I mean? I yeah. really had to take myself like out of that category, and then when I came home, the gay community made me feel even more crazy because I do have a son. My son is twenty five. When I came <laughs> out, I was pregnant, almost gave my mom a heart attack. If you listen to a couple of the other episodes in the beginning, I like know, I listen, I listen to them. right, right, right. <laughs> like, so there was a lot that was going on. But when I came home, you know, I was I got on Facebook for the first time and got in a group, and it was like boom you're not a stud and you're not an aggressive female because you got you got a son and you like to be touched and you like penetration so that's when I started learning about all the different labels because I'm an I'm a old hoe like we was just lesbians you know what I'm saying as my mom would say them bull daggers you know, I, 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 you know I, I didn't know you know what I mean so I'm glad that you came on just to fill me in a little bit more this is a learning session for me
1: yeah yeah, definitely. So I, I just I just choose to not label myself. But if you want to think I'm a study, you just think I'm a stud. It's it's cool. But once you get to know me, you'll just realize that, you know, I don't fit into no category.
0: Right. That you're just a woman.
1: I'm just a woman. Right? That like just women really just I might like it, I might not like it. Just talk to me. <laughs>
0: You already said what your what your um dating preference is, but are you dating? Are you single? Are you looking? Like just for the people out there, what what's your, what's your status? Just in case anybody want to slide into them DMs. Yeah, no, don't slide, please don't slide. I have a girlfriend.
1: I've been dating. Uh, I'm in a relationship. Uh, we've been together about three months, so it's still pretty new, mm-hmm. but um, pretty exciting. She is. It's a long-distance relationship, mm-hmm. so that's also a new encounter to go through, you know, new levels and stuff like that to get through, but she's a fan, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I'm definitely I'm in a relationship. She's going to listen to this episode, so I got to be on my and <laughs> and That's all right.
0: <laughs> that's all right. You represent it.
1: Yep, I did. Shout out, babe. You know.
0: How far are y'all away from each other? Ooh, far. She's. I'm in Tallahassee. She is in Baltimore, Maryland. Ooh, oh, that's where. Right, that's where I came from, Charlie. I drove 1,076 miles Ooh. from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, all the way down here to Florida. That's that's love, right? That's- that was a lot of love. 18 hours straight. I almost put a diaper on. <laughs> no, I'm talking. She shit. did. She drove because she wanted to have her car, but. I mean, it made <laughs> sense to drive when we looked at the numbers and the cost of moving and all of that other stuff. It just okay, made sense yeah. to drive, so she drove, mm-hmm. right? And I just say right. that to say this: like, long distance relationships do work if you do put in the work, you right? I mean? you put right. In the
1: work. Yeah, you got to put in the work. I just went to see her. Um, that's why I was like last weekend. I went to Baltimore to see her, and it was fun. It was a fun experience. That was my first time ever going that far north, and it was fun. It was a great. She made it a great time for me.
0: You eat seafood. I do. Oh, I so do. I know you was up there eating a lot of crab because that's what Baltimore is yeah. known for, like they seafood. Crab did you get to eat on crab
1: balls, sandwiches? Like I was, I was pretty much yeah. I'm crabbed out right now, <laughs> I'm a week or two, and we'll be back on
0: it. <laughs> did y'all go to the National Harbor? We did. Went to the
1: harbor. Went to the aquarium, and we went down to the harbor. Yeah, she she used to work down by the harbor, so she was showing me all these little spots. Um, around oh, that's nice.
0: All. It was it was fun. It was so much fun. That's what's up. So and see the night, y'all. Like, it's it's uh-huh. it's off the chain. Yeah,
1: it's a little, it's a little sketchy
0: up there. But. <laughs> I don't think I've ever partied in Baltimore. We may have to go ahead and do that. All right, Charlie. <laughs> Put it on the list. Put it. On but, the right, list. right right. Uh, we might have to do like a little double date section. Let uh let let us know next time you go up there, cause that's not really far from where I'm from. We may uh-huh. be able to like really party in. I guess rekindle some old vibes, some little middle school vibes, and you can tell me all the little (laughs) nasty secrets that Shonda was doing, because I know, yeah, what was was, you doing? What was you doing in middle school? You was kissing somebody. focus, (laughs) because I was not doing nothing. I was not bad. All right, all right, Charlie. So next question is, what challenges have you faced being a no-label lesbian or with whichever label you identify with? Well, she said no-label, so...
1: Uh yeah well the challenge is being a no label so in the beginning when I first came out I was trying to keep up with that persona of being a stud and it, I was just letting myself down because deep down inside, I know that's what who who I'm not right. so me trying to be something I'm not it just I just kept ending up in failure so once I actually started to realize who I am and just
0: accept it
1: accept it yeah it just accepts who you are Charlie and people gonna love you for who you are right and the challenges come from because society still puts me in that box so when i meet people when i meet girls and they like you say you found they find out you like penetration and you want to be you can hold me i ain't gotta always hold you you can cuddle with me you know sometimes Mm -hmm. i just want to be that woman side comes out and Mm -hmm. the challenges come from you know just trying to kill that stigma of i'm not a stud don't put me in that category. I'm not like who your ex was. and I ain't right. finna no furniture.
0: I'm going to call your brother or something. And so she they, said, I ain't finna move no furniture. That's, <laughs> <you."> that's, <laughs>
1: that's me all day. Up, <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: See, I so knew it, I wasn't it, the it, only it, one.
1: It
0: with that. Those were the challenges I really had to face. Just letting people know who I am. <laughs> right. Listen, that's one thing you and babe have in common. First of all, mm-hmm. she always want to be the little spoon. And (laughs) secondly, she made it very clear when we was moving in together that she was not picking up nothing. Nothing. Mm -mm. That's why we have...
1: too heavy, I can't... Right? Getting all sweaty and all that? But that's
0: why we have professional movers, you know what I'm saying? We, we, yeah, we gotta okay, keep I these brothers and sisters dead, in, in I business. Because I can't pick up the dresser, but I can't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, being a no-label, do you think it's made dating complicated for you? Prior <laughs> to your relationship? Because we know you're off the market, but... I am.
1: <laughs> it's not complicated, it's just that I have to just kill that stigma because people still look at my page, my Instagram, and I. I dress like a, a tomboy, you know. I, I wear my baggy pants, my big T-shirts, but that's not who I am. You don't have to label me as that. Right. This is who I'm comfortable dressing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just once you get to know somebody and they you talking, you get to know them. The vibe is there, and you know you start talking about different personal things. It's just letting them know who I am and what I don't like, what I do like. And hopefully
0: they like it. So it's just more about a connection for you.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Being um, honest. Yeah. Energy. The
1: energy has to be there.
0: And like, can they get with, like you said, what you what you like and what you don't like? Right.
1: Can you, can you change your mindset to not put me in that stud box and just accept me for who I am? So okay. the girl I with now, she is very open about that. She loves it and we rock so she
0: comes to me I go see her and we're going to see or just go so um has it been hard for you to build friendships in the lesbian community or like have you been able to cuz that's one thing that I find about like studs or more aggressive women or you know what I'm saying, masculine of center women, a lot of them don't have big groups of friends like fems do sometimes because and I don't. a lot of a, uh, in my experience you know, they'll be like, oh they get jealous and then you know what I'm saying, we have to break off the friendship, so has it been hard for you to build friendships in the lesbian community? I
1: would, I- Me, personally, I'm just an introvert. I have a few friends. I have very, like, one hand. I can count how many people I really, rarely call a friend. And um, it just was hard to just really trust them. and have them be that close. You already have to do that with your partner, you know, the person you lay with. You have to let them in to secrets unknown. And then to have a friend, also know all these secrets and stuff, I don't know. I just kind of keep it at a distance. But I have a few friends. I don't think it's hard. To make friends in the LGBT, we just have us as masculine women. I'm not gonna say studs, the right? More masculine women. Um, we just have to let our guard down and just be cool about it. Cause a lot of a lot of the issues when I talk to my other friend, she's a she is a stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a trust thing. It's like you know, I don't want nobody trying to push up on my girl. Exactly.
0: You know, with
1: people doing that sideways stuff. So it's these ain't the same people we grew up with. You know, these new millennials.
0: Right. Yeah. So I, don't, I
1: don't consider myself a millennial, but according to my age, I guess I am, but these younger generation Z's, the loyalty is different. Yeah. They, they don't have no morals, no, no real loyalty value, so. That's true. I think that kind of puts a barrier up, too, because you don't want to really bring somebody in, and they try you, or they, they betray you, and then now all hell breaks loose.
0: Right, right. So,
1: I don't think it's a difficult thing. And I just joined this group on Facebook, um, a stud group on Facebook, and they were talking about we need to, you know, be more friendly as as masculine women. And, you know, have, you know,
0: dates. Like, how
1: you feel? They go on girls trips.
0: Right, everything. right. There's we go thing. to brunch on Sundays, all kind of things. Yeah, they
1: go to brunch. <laughs> every day, like, we don't do that. And I wish we would, because I would love to have some rows. Right. You know, can
0: just,
1: we can pull up on it and, and just talk and have a real open...
0: Friendship, yeah. Conversation. Oh, it's not
1: difficult. I think we just need to be more trusting and open. Hey, man, I might, I
0: might put something together next year for, for us studs. Let me, let me ask you one, one question really quickly though. Do you think yeah. that we should get rid of you too, babe? Do y'all, do y'all think we should get rid of the label stud? You know what I'm saying? And just keep it aggressive, woman. Do you think stud will ever leave, like, butch? Have you heard anybody call anybody a butch lately? that is okay. That is okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that, you know, stud will ever go away? No, because butchers still exist. Right.
1: They definitely still exist. I've met a couple. And I feel like if you're going to be, now that we're in this other realm of being transgendered, if you're that masculine to be butch and to have... Chest hair and facial hair. You should just go ahead and change the sex, bro. It's yeah. A man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's what the confusing
0: part comes into because now you got a whole chest of hair, but you still got your tatas. Like his hair. Yeah. Yeah, man. When I when I was upstate, there was a lot of females that had full grown beards and double D titties. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I am not lying. <laughs> okay, so what you trying to do here? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I don't think that the term will ever go away I think as time continues to progress they'll probably come up with another term for it that will replace studs I thought that was MOC I mean I feel like the difference between studs and masculine of center is kind of like you're you're masculine in your approach but you're still very feminine
1: is that what that means? Wait,
0: I don't. What is the term? M O C, masculine of center. Oh, I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> Charlie, I'm new to it too. That's why I'm looking at her and I'm blinking like, wait a minute. So, so people introduce, so people introduce themselves. Oh, I'm a, I'm a masculine of center. What is? Some what people is do. That? Some people do. This like is a you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We need a dictionary. I'm telling you, some people do, though. Like, you'll see in a lot of these lesbian groups that some people will say, like, I don't identify as a stud. I identify as masculine of center because I may be masculine in my approach and how you how you view me, how I come off. But at the end of the day, I'm very feminine. So in the center. I'm girly, but on the outside, I'm masculine. It's like yeah, it's like your it, how how they how the outside world views you and your approach. Like yeah. when you approaching somebody or walking up to somebody or you know what I'm saying. I However, you come off. You I know get what it, I mean. I get it. Okay. So I think they'll. I yeah, I think there'll be a, a evolution of the term stud, but I don't think stud will go away. Just like you said, butch is still... There's a lot of butches but around here. But I don't know, because, you know, the, I, I, I haven't seen a young butch. The butches that I know, they're older. Now yeah, they're, they're older. All of the ones I know are older, mm-hmm. too. Right. They, so maybe they, they don't name the Ronald Because now they're on to being just transgender. <laughs> like, I've
1: known a lot of and they was cute studs and now they they full-figured men now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And for a couple of years you see them and they be you know they be changing their voices get deeper and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they got no boobs
0: and you like well, they must got. Yeah. You know. Did you go all the way? That would be my question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think eventually with this like this new generation they they change everything.
0: Yeah. These
1: nineties and two thousand kids.
0: Child, and, and the 2010s because they about grown too <laughs> oh, oh, that get, mm-hmm. oh. i know oh i don't like oh, it it's
1: scary not scary but it, it's scary in a way because eventually they're gonna be the ones in leadership and right stuff like this.
0: exactly oh. right oh.
1: but yeah i don't think it's ever gonna really go away they still gonna need some kind of label
0: right For society's sake, right. And I was just getting ready to say that too, just for society. All right, all right, Charlie. So let's get down to business. Uh, I heard you say that you're working for your father. So your father's in business. It seems like you come from that entrepreneurial blood. So my mom is a. She is my first entrepreneur that I met. I guess I know I
1: learned from um, in middle school. My mom worked at the middle school for a little bit. Yep, by the way, she you know. did. Um, but after that, she was FUBU. Remember FUBU, South Pole? Mm-hmm. Oh, we were selling all that at the flea market, out the trunk. So she was my first entrepreneur. I know that's right. could be that guy, and she's a she's a landlord. She has rental property. She's an all around hustler. Right. So she taught taught me a lot of what I know.
0: Okay, so what about your businesses? What you got going?
1: I have, my personal business is a a custom t-shirt apparel company. Um, I make custom t-shirts and things like that. I've been doing that since about 2017 is when I officially, officially started. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been going good. That's been going good. I started when I went down south to Fort Lauderdale. Got all my equipment and I was just doing it out the house. And I just moved all my equipment back with me. I got it set up, but I just haven't really got any orders yet to get started. But it's a really good business. Okay. Something bigger. Maybe get a a brick and mortar shop for it. Um, But I really want to be more on a community action level. Right. Either in the community and things like that. I was looking at how much it is to pave a road because my neighborhood needs roads paved. Like I want to be bigger and, and really like see my city.
0: Right, right. You know. right. We all want to see that for Tallahassee, cause yeah, hello. It needs it. <laughs> well, you definitely got a new customer right, right. now, cause because we've been looking for some T-shirt right. companies. So I got two businesses. I got a publishing company, and I got a, uh, a upcoming cleaning company. But I need those cleaning company shirts ASAP. So once okay. we actually end this <laughs> interview right here, we're going to talk about it.
1: Yeah, we could definitely link up and talk about it. I'll shoot you information. But that's what I do with my dad. He has a cleaning business. He's always been um, his own self-employed custodian. And now he has uh, a couple office buildings. And he couldn't do it on his own anymore. See? He I asked me to come training. and help him. And here I am helping the
0: old guy. I know that's right. I got, I'm going to have my son listen to this <laughs> episode. Because I keep trying to get him down here to be my little Luther. Remember Luther from Set It Off? I said, <laughs> get back to work. And yeah. if you don't, I'm talking, you pay. That's yeah. That's what he has me doing. He's making me be the bully of the company. Like, right. I already fired him. He like, you call and you do this. And I'm like, oh. That's what's up. How long has he been in business?
1: Oh, for a while. Like, ever since I was a child, he's been, he's worked. And when I was a kid, he had, uh, he worked for FAM and TCC. But then, I think around the time that I graduated high school is when he went into business for himself. So, we been a nice.
0: Yeah, we hear football. Pops. <laughs> it's fine. We heard him but we know he watching football. It's fine. I know how I him, that goes. I
1: told him I was doing
0: this. Uh <laughs> um, This is what we
1: were doing today
0: and uh that game right. He just love football. Now right. So, what 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 about the gardening gangster? What is that? Tell us about that. Yeah, how'd you come up with that name? Oh, that
1: to put on t-shirts um and that's how i get a lot of my ideas to put on t-shirts i just google different stuff um so the gardening gangsta i like that because i like to be you know i like to think about myself as being a little baby thug sometimes <laughs> gardening so i was talking to this girl and she was into it she bought me a flower and it kind of just took off from there i really only been doing it for about a year and i really found something to wake up for like it is the best feeling to just watch something grow like, from mm-hmm. a seed to a full... I grew a sunflower from a sunflower seed. Mm-hmm. That process of just getting up every day and seeing the different progress, the steps that it takes, and it just really blows my mind. So now me and my dad got a full garden outside. Um, We got some houseplants and stuff. That's what I really love is my houseplants. He mm-hmm. wants to get some food and stuff. Um, so the gardening games just came from an idea off Google. But my official... um gardening name i have an instagram it's
0: called stud plant mama okay so y'all hear that if y'all have any questions about gardening and plants hit up my girl charlie what's the name of the page again it's called stud plant mama all right and then we also got the t-shirt business which page they need to hit up for that
1: that is (laughs) that is
0: charlie b customs got you all right And charlie has no e charlie with no e so Charlie with no e, Charlie B Customs, and Stud Plant Mama. Okay, y'all. Yeah. All right. Do you do any, uh, you know, custom plants, or are you over there infusing? You know what I'm saying? Making what sunflower roses? Oh God! <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just making making shit up right now. But I'm saying, do we got any exotic plants that are coming soon? I want to get to that level, but not yet. Right now, I just have
1: my normal house plants that I find at Lowe's or Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of just, what I like to do is I take them out the soil, and I put them in water. I like to see the roots grow. So I got all my plants. Most of my plants are just in water, um, with maybe a few river rocks at the bottom. But I like to see the roots grow from, you can see little roots pop out here now. you know, my baby's still alive. So right, like, uh,
0: right. <laughs> okay. So,
1: Alright, so,
0: um, I'm glad that you were able to do this with us, Charlie. Again, we go way back, like two flats on the Cadillac. So So it was always nice to, you know, catch up with you and just check in. And I'm glad that you could be a part of what we're doing with Brown Liquor. So thank you again.
1: I appreciate you guys for inviting me. And I love the idea of what you guys are doing in killing all these misconceptions and letting the world know who we really are. Exactly, right. exactly.
0: That's... So all, they, all they do is guess and go off of, you know, what they think,
1: and they don't really want to ask because maybe they feel embarrassed or maybe, you know, they don't want to offend nobody. But I'm glad that
0: you guys are really opening up this door to let the world know who we are. Right we need to set the stage uh you know for our family members and you know what i'm saying our friends to ask these questions so that they can feel comfortable and we can feel more comfortable around them too so
1: because see i have right now and i want to i'm gonna tell my my niece i have a, a niece she's still under she's a minor but i can tell she's gonna she's gonna be gay
0: mm-hmm.
1: i want her to be comfortable to you know i know she's gonna come to me about it right um, be comfortable to know what to say to her parents and how to you know calm their worries and fears about it because there's nothing to be scared about parents are freaking out left and right my mom who cried when she found out i was gay and i'm like why did you cry like it's nothing to be ashamed about it's nothing right to be sad
0: about. right you know i it's, think it's because they feel like they fail us as parents or they feel like it's something that they did they, they did but what mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents don't understand is it has absolutely nothing to do with how you parented, what no. you did give me and did not give me. This is just how I've always I felt feel. inside. Yeah. yeah, it's just how I feel, and it's right. really Nothing against who you
1: are as a parent. Exactly. You're a great I right. I told my mom all the time, "You're a great mom. You didn't do anything wrong." Mm-hmm. My dad, you're a great dad. You know, you've been in my life since I was born. So. That's just how I feel, and at some point I had
0: to tell you guys this is how I feel. I can't right. Say right. So yeah. before we end the episode, is there anything else that you want the listeners to know, Charlie? About no labels, about Charlie, about the plant. What was it? Gardening Gangsta the Garden About the Gangsta. t-shirt business. About anything. Well, I mean, I just
1: don't. I want people to know to just don't judge a book by its
0: cover. Amen. The the book body.
1: Um. Because. You never know who that hidden gem might be for you in your life. Mm -hmm. And ever since middle school, I've learned this mantra. It's all about who you know in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be as smart as you want to be, but other people can help you open up other doors. So it's all about who you know. So take the time to get to know people and don't judge them by its cover.
0: I know that's right. When we come to Tallahassee, we definitely going to have to link up. You just made a new... What am I a stud, babe, stud, buddy, <laughs> stud, buddy? Yeah, <laughs> I don't fucking know. You just the homie. I just I'm, I'm just like, the hom- homie. right. <laughs> we just gonna keep it on 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 <laughs> homie on homie. homie. And definitely, I hope y'all come through homecoming. It's going down this year, so I hope y'all in attendance. Is that Battle of the Bands? Listen, I'm trying to get her to. I want to bring <laughs> her to homecoming <laughs> so bad, but we just oh gotta God. we gotta work it out because I think that's the weekend of your birthday. Is it? Yeah, I think so. That's a good birthday. We can top flight. We can slide. Oh, man. <laughs> they were trying to Listen. get me a top flight the last time we was down there. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We going to work will. it out. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely nice meeting you. meeting you. Nice meeting you guys. This was fun. All right, Charlie, hold on. Don't hang up, okay? Okay. All right. All right, y'all. So I hope y'all enjoyed our interview with Charlie. Uh, make sure you hit her up on all of her pages and accounts that she named um, during the episode Stud Plant Mama and Charlie B Custom. Customs um, for any questions that you have about gardening, about t-shirts, about whatever you may want to ask. Um, <laughs> About labels. Right, labels. No labels. No labels. Right. Um, so before we end the episode, I just wanted to kind of go over a couple of the most common labels. And just so y'all know, I'm getting this from a website called OurTasteForLife.com. That's that's my reference, okay? So can't nobody sue me. All right. So, of course, the first most common lesbian type is the lipstick lesbian or the femme. Which is what I identify as Um, I identify as Lipstick lesbian or a femme Because I like makeup I'm a girly girl I'm into all of the girl things I like shopping I like clothes I love shoes I love heels And makeup And lipsticks And all of the things Okay, Give me all of the things I love my nails long And ghetto I love it (laughs) Um, <laughs> that's what you going to say yeah I mean <laughs> it is what it is I love it so um, that's an, an idea of a femme we also have uh, the second most common lesbian label is the butch stud diesel or dyke lesbian no it says it goes all together diesel dyke lesbian Okay, that must I, be okay. like a, a, a biker Son, like, yeah, like, what is that wait a minute let me say it again diesel dyke lesbian i'm over here i'm blinking right now because uh that, that, that's for real that's, that's a, a there. Yeah, that's a new one on okay. me. i feel like i'm on back of the harley right now oh shit <laughs> with my dreads blowing. oh yeah. jesus and my shirt off god damn it so those are gonna be like your studs your masculine of center um No, masculine center don't fit into that after we have... You don't think so? Okay, so... Because they hard on the outside, soft on the inside. So, all right. So, then there you go. You got your studs. And then the third most common lesbian label is... What they have on ourtasteoflife.com is the Chapstick Tomboy Soft Butch Stem Futch Lesbian. What the hell is a fudge lesbian? So I've, I've actually heard of stems. Stems is like a mix between a stud and a femme. where you're not really a stud, you're not really a femme, but you're somewhere in the middle. Everybody knows what the definition of stem is, babe. Let let's focus on the futch lesbian. They're all the same thing. They're right it's a tomboy, so it's all the same thing. It says they aren't masculine, but they aren't girly either. That's what this the website futch. identifies them. Then you have the boy lesbian. A boy lesbian is a tip, is typically very boyish looking. They are way too timid to be butch and not as fashionably fluid as chapsticks. So boy is a the term they use to identify themselves. And that is spelled B-O-I. B-O-I. <laughs> then you have the alpha lesbian. It says top of the food chain and don't know it. With the razor sharp jaw lines, incredible tattoos, Flawless hairstyles and buckets of sex appeal. Ooh, so, that's me. oh goodness. God, Lord Jesus, D- oh God. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just <say> it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Then you also have the activist lesbian. It says this is a human, superhuman type of lesbian It's out there on the front line helping to protect rights of our entire community. So, basically, like a feminist. That's the LGBTQIA question mark. Oh, that's yeah. the question mark? I don't know. Maybe but I was supposed to put that in there. I'm just going to blank. Lord. Then there's the st- stone butch lesbian. It says sports. It says the stone butch lesbian sports the same characteristics as a butch lesbian. However, they are known to be strictly givers in the bedroom. So they are basically touch me nots. Oh, that's not ice. That's Which, we will have an episode on Touch Me not. Yes, we will. Then you also have the Pillow Princess. So, I guess Pillow Princess is the label. Right. right. I thought it wasn't. So, <laughs> we had that discussion before we started recording this episode about Pillow Princesses. Um, I was once a Pillow Princess in a relationship. However, as you can see, that relationship did not work for me because I'm a pleaser. So, um, a Pillow Princess, it says is a high-maintenance type of lesbian that loves to be the recipients of sex. So, basically, they don't really do too much. They just like to receive. Not really givers, just receivers. Then you have the sports dyke. It says, as the name suggests, the sports dykes, more than anything, identifies with being an athlete. I feel like some of these, they just are, like... Throwing them out there. Yeah. That's, uh... Uh society yeah because that could just that could just be a stud or you could just be a femme that likes sports right that's i don't understand right get rid of that so then there's the alternative lesbian what the hell is they gonna say (laughs) it says um they're quirky and eccentric could be an emo emo or goth or they could be. They could simply dye their hair in wacky colors. Again, I think that's just. They're just. i I going
1: to say they're
0: reaching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because. One. And what do they mean by emo? Emotional? I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm what emotional tales. Emo yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not, not I've sure. I to dye my hair too. I ain't really never went goth, but I don't know. That may be the thing for 2022. So then we have the gold star lesbian. They are considered the purest breed of our kind and wear their gold star as a badge of honor. It's like, it says, honestly, I don't like this biphobic, panphobic term as it suggests that you've had sex with a man, you're not a real lesbian, which is bullshit. I guess a gold star lesbian, oh, gold star lesbians are those who've never had sex with a man oh okay so and i've met some of those i met a girl who literally would not date me because i had a boyfriend before so that's a thing that's a real thing um then you have the has-been lesbian which i'm sure y'all can tell by the term is just old ass lesbian as in has been um It says, a has-been is a word used to describe women who once identified themselves as lesbian but are now dating men or identify as straight. Oh. So, there you go. With that, all right. Then you have the power suit lesbian. A power suit lesbian is usually the term used to describe a woman who is influential and well-respected amongst the community. So, again, that's just another, I don't think that's a label. That could be anybody. What, what, what was it hold on go back. um it says a power, a power suit. suit yeah lesbian. i want to kind of fall into that category i like that one even though they still reaching yeah but I like it's, it's a reach <laughs> all right yeah. so then you have the straight lesbian um the straight. it lesbian. says they're only straight until you heat them up oh so like Oh wow, that's that gay. Th- I mean, that's that girl that you hang out with, and she's straight until she have a couple of drinks up in her. Right. And now she's like, oh, <laughs> bestie. Right. And y'all dancing in the club, and, and she feeling on your butt. Right. <laughs> and she y'all only kissing in the bathroom. She only gay on vacation. Oh or on the weekends. Right. I only had a exactly. Couple of those All right. So then you have the baby dyke. Also known as Dykes in Training. A baby dyke is a new is new on the lesbian scene. So, all you young studs coming out, that's what we refer to you as. Baby dykes. Cause y'all I'm not like, saying that shit. Y'all don't know much yet. Oh, I'm not calling y'all baby dykes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. As my girl Charlie said, we just the homies. You homies in training. Studs in training. I don't know. I really don't really care for the word dyke still yeah i mean i've never really liked that word either but then you have the lug lesbian it says lug stands for lesbian until graduation this term is used to describe (laughs) girls who experiment with girls at a university yeah so basically you were just gay in college it was just a trend for you it was just a um an experience yeah an experience for you and that wasn't really your lifestyle Then it says you have the only when I'm drunk lesbian, which we already talked about with the other type of lesbian that they named. That's only gay on the weekends. I was opposite. I wasn't gay on the weekends. Females got on my nerves so goddamn bad. I didn't want to be gay on the weekends. I just wanted somebody to buy some drinks, talk some shit. And I don't know, maybe for my butt. Am I wrong for that? <laughs> no, you're not wrong for okay. that at all. Did I, did I tell you about that before I put that on? It, it's fine. It's fine and okay. then it says dyke. A dyke is a term used to describe a lesbian, but historically it's been used as a derogatory way of people outside of the community to identify a lesbian. So, as y'all can see, like we just said, we don't really like the term dyke. Um, I thought it offensive. Yeah, it just doesn't sound proper. It doesn't. It doesn't sound nice. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like it just doesn't sound fitting. Then they have a lesbian. It says this term is used to describe lesbian celebrities. Okay, so yeah, now they're reaching. It said it has Ellen DeGeneres, Ruby Rose, Sarah Paulson, Cynthia Nixon. Lila, uh, Tomlin, Jodie Foster, and Andre Lord. Wait a minute. Jodie Foster? That's what it says. Well, then it should have, after Jodie Foster, it, it should be me too. Go ahead, oh, I'm God, a celebrity Lord. a little bit in Pittsburgh. And, <laughs> and then there's a daikon, which it says daikon is a term used to identify those who are considered icons amongst the lesbian community. This can be celebrities, but not necessarily. So, you can be a thank Oh, okay. Right. Put me in there. Right. I was trying to be in a mix, though, with Jodie Foster. That's my bitch. Oh, God. I Jodie Foster. I'm to have to go and see who her wife is. Um, and this list goes on and on. There's up to 25 on here, but I just ran through the first 20 real quick. If you're interested, you can always go to OurTasteOfLife.com or just Google lesbian labels, and it should pop up for you. So... We hope y'all enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure you follow our pages. Our Instagram page is at Brown Liquor. Um, join our interactive Facebook group because we can do so much more in the Facebook group than we can do on Instagram. Yes, Instagram is where you get your notoriety. You know what I'm saying? That's where all the famous people are. But we ain't famous yet, right? And we want to talk shit. Don't you want to talk shit? Don't you? be tired of being stuffy all on instagram and you know what i'm saying just come through come through make sure you check for our lives we always have a brown liquor conversation we do. the week after the episode posts so make sure you are checking for our live if you follow any of our pages just turn your notifications on that way anytime we do anything boom you get a notification you ain't even got to worry about it so, um, we are going to sign off because it is Sunday, honey, and I got to get to cooking some dinner, okay? All right. It's time for me to pull my titties out, get some hook up in me, and I'm already two drinks in. Y'all know I'll be over here feeling it. I'm jealous. I I all I had was a little little something. I'm going to make you a drink. Mm-hmm, you I should cuz that's how you should be nice to me. I'm always nice to you. Let me say this though, and then we're going to sign off on this one. This young lady right here sitting next to me, I love her. I do. I love her. You love me? I do. You love me? Love you. <laughs> love you. But, no, I, I just want to say, say that. Like, I do love you. But I just want to thank you, though, for once again starting this platform. I didn't think that I was going to have um, anything to give. But me doing this podcast with you has brought out, you know, a lot of feelings from when I first came out. And it's just educating me a lot. So, I'm hoping that y'all guys are getting, you know what I'm saying, something from this podcast because I'm definitely getting something from this podcast. And I just want to thank you and congratulate you for starting this podcast. Thank you, babe. Shout out, baby. Shout out to you. So, and that's what Brown Liquor is all about. I wanted to make this space so that we can not only educate you guys, but... You know what I'm saying? Just give us a space to be open, to be free, to be vulnerable. Like we always say, this is a no-judgment zone. So come in and be yourself. We we not judging you over here at all whatsoever. So, all right. I'm about to get in here and start making these pots, saying, so, I hope y'all enjoy y'all Sunday evening. And y'all holiday. Yes. It was nice. It was fun. And we out. Peace. <laughs>